Good morning, everyone. This is your Pop Alarm for Monday, January 17th, 2022, presented by Betches Media. I'm Dylan Hafer. Since Jamie Lynn Spears went on the record with ABC News last week, she and Britney have been sparring on social media, and it is starting to get bleak for everyone involved. On Thursday, Britney came in hot with a notes app post directed at her sister, congratulating her on reaching, quote, a new level of low with her interview and upcoming book. She disputed Jamie Lynn's claims about Britney's erratic behavior around her children, calling them crazy lies, and saying, quote, only a scum person would make up such things about someone. The next day, Britney posted another lengthy statement directed at Jamie Lynn, delving a little deeper into what made her so upset. She wrote, quote, I know you worked hard for the life you have, and you have done amazing, but I think we would both have to agree that the family has never been remotely as hard on you as they have been on me. Brittany reiterated her view that her father deserves to be in prison for what he did to her and questioned Jamie Lynn's allegiance to him, saying, You say you love me, yet your loyalty is still with the people that hurt me the most. She added that she's embarrassed to be feuding publicly like this, a sentiment that Jamie Lynn echoed in her own post in response on Saturday. Quote, Brittany, just call me. I have attempted many times to speak to you directly and handle this privately like sisters should. Jamie Lynn again refuted Brittany's claim that she had never tried to help her until a year ago and ended by saying, this is embarrassing and has to stop. Love you. It's funny how they both agree that it's embarrassing to be doing this in public, yet they're both still posting about it on social media. If they can't figure out how to pick up the phone and have a private conversation, then maybe they're just not meant to have a relationship at this point. Family is tough. You know, it happens. The saga of Novak Djokovic versus the Australian government came to a close on Sunday, with the Federal Court of Australia unanimously ruling that Immigration Minister Alex Hawke acted within his rights when he used his personal ministerial power to cancel Djokovic's visa. The ultimate reasoning used by Hawke came down not to a technical error on Djokovic's part, but rather the idea that allowing him to stay in the country would undermine the Australian government's pro-vaccination stance and could foster increased anti-vax sentiments within Australia. Whether you agree with this decision or not, the court's ruling was final, and Djokovic left Australia on Sunday night, just 12 hours before the start of play at this year's Australian Open. I'm glad that this situation was finally sorted out, because, gotta be honest, watching live streams of Australian immigration hearings at 2am isn't actually my ideal Saturday night. As a result of his deportation, Djokovic will be banned from entering Australia for three years, unless the government decides to allow him to return sooner. I have a feeling he'll need to get vaccinated first if he wants any chance of that happening. As for the rest of the tennis calendar, Djokovic could face more travel issues if he chooses to remain unvaccinated, as many countries have adopted similar vaccination requirements for international travelers. Novak, if you need help finding a vaccine appointment, just send me a DM. And over the weekend, the Kardashian family celebrated the fourth birthdays of Stormy and Chicago, giving Kylie a crucial opportunity to reuse her creepy giant inflatable of Stormy's head. But no Kardashian event is complete without a bit of drama, and Kanye stirred the pot the morning of the party by claiming on social media that he wasn't invited to his daughter's celebration. 
He said, quote, I've called Kim, texted the nannies. I got on the phone with Tristan. He said he'd ask Chloe. Won't nobody give me the address to my daughter's birthday party right now. And that's going to imprint in her mind that I wasn't there for her. Ultimately, though, he did attend the party, and he told a paparazzi outlet later in the day, I just gotta shout out Travis Scott for sending me the address and the time and making sure that I was able to spend that birthday memory with my daughter. That's nice, but according to a Page Six source, Kim was shocked when Kanye called her out publicly because it was his idea originally to have two separate parties for Chicago. Why do I feel like Kanye forgot to actually plan his own party and then was salty about not being invited to the other one? This sounds like Mrs. Doubtfire or something. It's hard to keep track of these things when you're busy flying around the country with Julia Fox. For more Pop Alarm, be sure to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. And you can follow me on Instagram at Dylan Hafer for more entertainment stories. Until tomorrow, I'm Dylan Hafer, and now you're pop cultured. Betches.